Hey, I'm back. Stuart Walter here, the athlete's secret weapon and the CEO's secret weapon. Yes, CEO of the Elite Mindset Institute. That's enough of my titles. Uh, I do apologise. I've got a, a bird who decided to sit on the fence outside my window and have a bit of a chirp away. So if you can hear it in the background, just enjoy it. It's part of the world that we live in. Hey, I do trust that you've got the Dear Diary process now. If you are listening to this and being the first episode, if you haven't, please go back to the previous recording. I think it's going to be called Create Tomorrow's Outcome Today. There will be a free giveaway in there. We're talking about the Dear Diary process, my published book. It's a process where you can change the way you think, believe, behave, communicate, act, react, respond in the world. It's a way to open up opportunities to get... Con- uh, new business. It's a way to close deals. It's a way to find it's the key to your new house, the new car. It's finding the new soulmate or life partner. So when you're interested in that, have a look at the show notes. You'll find my email, stuartelitemindsetinstitute.com.au. Go get yourself a copy and have fun creating the ultimate version of you. So we're moving on now because I'm yeah, I'm always, and it was actually interesting because it was this time last week I had a seminar for a, a um, billion dollar corporation based here in Australia. And fascinating is, I always say this, have the same question is, what's that one thing that stops people? What's the one thing that holds people back? And look, I use a lot of analogies within sport because what, 40 world champions, I pretty much understand how they think. What's the number one thing that stops people? I pose this question to them, and it's interesting. It's, it's so simple. The number one thing that stops people achieving is fear. Okay? Yes, it is themselves, but it's fear. The number one thing stopping people from being or achieving their potential or their capabilities or doing any significant um, impact in the world, yeah, it's fear. Now, a lot of people go, yeah, but I don't have a fear of success. I don't have a fear of failure. I I want that life. Yeah, that's good. But if you are noticing any level of self-sabotage, procrastination, doubts, lacking of confidence, if you're getting sick, if you're getting tired, if you're getting injured, if you don't want to go to work, you find better things to do, you get easily distracted, you're not going to the gym, you're not living the ultimate life, well, guess what? They are based on fear responses inconsistency, second-guessing, doubting, questioning, judgment, that, and they are all fear-based responses. That's what you're going to notice on the surface. Fear isn't necessarily noticed on the surface. It's the actions and the reactions you have. So I'll use the example, and oh, this was back in 2008. Okay, we had, or well, I worked with, Australia's number one for 400-meter hurdles. Okay, think about it. Number one in the country for an under-17-year-old. So very elite level, okay? His coach phoned me up and said, look, can you help him? And I went, yeah, sure, no probs. He's throwing up two days before an event. So this is how nervous people get. So you put this into uh, a corporate situation, a business situation, someone's got to do a presentation. Guess what? They might be throwing up two days before the event. They might be nervous. It's exactly the same. So this... 400 meter hurdler, he was running 56.5. Okay, think about that. If you want to write it down, 56.5 seconds for a 400 meter hurdles. Number one in the country, number one in Australia, and that's what he was doing. Now, the rest of the pack, number two, was crossing the line five meters behind. And when you think about 
five meters. I don't know what that is in yards or feet. I do apologize. I think it's about 15 footish, something like that. Um, yeah, so what happens, he was crossing the finish line. The next person was five meters behind. And you think, why would this guy be that nervous? Well, he's that nervous because he's putting pressure on himself. He was also allowing himself to put pressure on because he wanted to do well for the coach. He wanted to do well for his friends and family and everyone else. So he was throwing up two days before an event. So I did three sessions with him, each about a week apart. The fourth session I did with him was actually at the state title track here in Queensland, Australia. Yeah, he was going out for the state titles. I did a session with him. We were just sitting behind, or basically on a uh, retaining wall, timber sleeper retaining wall. And I had him a nice deep level of hypnosis, nice deep state, and I introduced his coach who basically said, right, this is what you need to do, step by step by step, and embedded the information directly into the unconscious part of his mind. Brought him back up and then he went out and he smashed a big time. So you think about an elite athlete and you think about when you hear people going, oh, I just got a new personal best. And think about how much time you could drop if you're running 56.5, how much time could you drop in one month just training alone? Think about what that could do. Okay, now that day, and this is all official timed, he ran a 52.6, 56.5 down to 52.6. That's a reduction of 3.9 seconds. 3.9 seconds. Think about it. Now, this is a fun bit. Based on 3.9 seconds, his average well, speed, he now had an increase over the rest of the pack from where he was of 27.6 metres. 27.6 metres, and if you know what the 100 metre sprint is at the Olympics, that's a third of the length of the main straight. Think about that now. He was already winning by five metres. Plus now the 27.6 metres, you would think 32 and a half metres, wouldn't you? No, because what happens is everyone else was looking at him and going, whoa, not what is he doing, but why aren't we up there with him? They freaked out, they tightened up, they got more nervous, okay, they tightened up and went backwards. He won that national title by 45 metres, that's half the length of the main straight. And you've got to look at this, and every one of his opponents did exactly the same, which is not what is he done, but why? Why were we that far behind? Why did we tighten up? Their focus is not on the person winning. They don't want to try and hold him back now. They're more self-destructive. They all tightened up and went backwards. You think about this in business. You think about what happens when you manage fear, when you manage the doubts. Because as I explained in one of the earlier episodes, your existing results equal your potential minus your fear. So we start minimizing fear, you get closer to your potential. And this is the scary thing, because when you get closer to potential, you get more exposed, you become more vulnerable. People around you start noticing you, questioning you, wanting you to do more. You grow away from people that you might have been friends with. This is what fear does. And most people, they think they've got a fear of failure. Well, I'm here to tell you it's probably not a fear of failure. Okay, because think about it. I mean, living in Australia, everything wants to kill you. But we got snakes, we got spiders, we got sharks, we got everything. Okay, we're little blue ring octopuses. We got everything that wants to kill you. So, guess what? If you had a snake in front of you, which way would you go? 
bang, we're naturally wired to move away. If you've got a fear of spiders, bang, you are naturally the opposite direction. So if you think about it, if you had a fear, we move away from fear. So if you had a fear of failure, you'd be moving away from failure. So you're actually moving towards success, correct? Think about it. But what happens is when you have a fear of success, correct? Your mind wants to do everything to hold you back. And it wants to hold you back to this level, and it's called 80%. Okay, A fear of failure will get you all the way towards 80%. A fear of success will hold you at 80%. It's when you're able to manage the fears, the potential hurt and harm physically, emotionally, financially, this is when you then start breaking through to the 80 to the 100%. So think about this. The number one thing holding people back is fear. Imagine if we took half of the fear that you might have of success and put it behind you. So you'll have more pushing you through. And this is incredible to understand fears. I'll give you an example. Um, Okay, a weight loss client. I don't do much of the way in weight loss, but there was a referral through one of my athletes. And this lady said, I'm going to lose weight. I went, yeah, cool, no problems. How are you going to do it? Are you going to run a marathon or what are you going to do? She goes, oh, I couldn't run to save my life. I went, okay, so no worries. So you've got kids? Yeah, what if there was a bus in the middle of the road or they're in the middle of the road and the big bus coming? Would you run and save them? No, I'd just yell and scream and hope they moved. I said, okay, you, tomorrow morning, get your shoes on, get your joggers, come into my place, I'm going to put 42 k's in the treadmill and you are going to run a marathon. She said, I can't do it. I went, why? Have you done it? No. How do you know you can't? She goes, too far. I went, how do you know? Have you ever run 42 k's? No. Well, how do you know you can do it? Well, can't do it. I said, I'll be there to support you. She goes, how? I said, I'll be sitting right behind you. Because she said, I'm going to get hurt, it's going to be sore, I can't do it, I won't be able to walk for a week, or what about, but what about, it's not possible, I can't do it. It's already a self-defeating prophecy, prophecy, isn't it? If you plan to fail and you do, were you successful? Think about it. If you planned to fail and you failed, were you successful? Absolutely, you were successful at failing. So we can't even fail in life. Everything we do is a success. We choose not to do something. We don't do it. We're successful. We choose to do it. We do it. We're successful. So, as I said to this lady, right, I'm going to be sitting right behind you, encouraging you, talking to you. I don't care how fast you go. You stop. I'm going to fire that taser. I'm going to sit behind you with a taser, motivate you. You start slowing down, bang, I'll fire it. And you could see her mind at that moment just went, bang, I get it. Yes, because... What she was doing on the treadmill and already in the room, she was predicting, she was promoting, she was looking at the potential hurt, the potential harm physically and emotionally. She was looking at the potential, okay? But the reality was I was going to hit her with a taser. So think about that. That would have kept her going, correct? I mean, this is just an example I, I used, but I actually did tell her that. This is what we're going to do. And at that point in time, you could see her brain switch to go, yeah, you're right. I would more likely keep going and going and going, know that there was more pain behind me if I stopped. So the fear of the taser kept pushing her. That was in her own mind. We didn't actually do it, but that was the example of what I was going to get her to do. So you think about this. The fear of anything is generally based on past experiences, self-belief, limitations. So if you're second-guessing, doubting, predicting, because this is what the brain will do. 
one of the fundamentals is to keep you protected physically, emotionally, financially. It's going to do whatever it can to do it. So guess what? If I wasn't sitting there behind her, she might have run 5Ks in a treadmill. If I was sitting behind, what do you reckon you'd do? Would you do the 42? Absolutely. So think about fear. The number one thing that holds people back is fear. All fear is created through past experiences. It's the past experiences that we still connect because that's our only form of uh, self-protection, predicting what we think is going to happen. Oh, that was like that one. That one was scary. Therefore, this one might be scary. And we start self-sabotaging, procrastinating, doubting, second-guessing. That's what fear is. So the number one thing stopping people is fear. And it's generally fear of success. Because most people start feeling resistance to their potential at 40%. That's 40. You can double it to get to 80 before you even start having resistance and pushback. So the mind is incredibly powerful when you can harness it. And that's why I'd suggest go back to the last episode that I've done with uh, uh, the Dear Diary process, creating tomorrow's outcomes today. Get the diary. Start using that. Start predicting and start controlling your actions and reactions towards the future. So I'm getting excited by this. There's a lot more tools and resources coming through, a lot more understanding. Remember, you might have heard this before, but this is applied information. I'm going to teach you how to apply this. Okay, And I question everything. I question beliefs and values. I question people that say it can or cannot be done because it's the brain. It's the deeper part of the unconscious mind. That's the bit that you need to control and rewire. On the surface, you can't think of a happy place and hopefully all your issues go away because the issues are all created at a deeper level. So this is creating the tools and resources now and the understanding to understand that you can actually rewire your brain for success. So use the diary process and understand what fear actually is. Fear is just a memory of something that happened in the past. So when you're looking forward, you're not focused on fear. You're focused on movement. You're focused on a solution. Use the diary process, write out that, yeah, in the past I used to feel this sensation of anxiety. I used to feel this sensation of fear. Today I got out there, did it, and felt awesome because of it. See how all this is coming together? More and more coming shortly. I'm Stuart Walter, the CEO's secret weapon, the athlete's secret weapon, and I'm looking forward to catching up again soon. Take care. Bye.